Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Here we go. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill. Paulie is out for the entire week. And uh, we are live in downtown Las Vegas here at the Circa Resort and Casino. As always, coming up today on the program, uh, guest-wise, Jeff Seeley. You know, the golf majors are done, but the world of golf never sleeps. The 3M Open in Blaine, Minnesota this week. Jeff Seeley will break down his best bets. Also, we'll talk some uh, Olympic golf with him in an hour, Sal Palantonio from ESPN on the NFL. And uh, what's the ceiling for the Eagles this year as he lives in uh, the city of brotherly love in Philadelphia? Talked to him about that team, the NFC East as well. That's in uh, two hours on the show. We'll get into plenty of football today. And uh, in about a half an hour, believe it or not, we already had a pretty big upset, like overnight slash this morning. It's in the Olympics, which are underway, believe it or not. And it did involve the United States. We'll tell you about that coming up. In about a half an hour. How are you today? Good to see you again. I'm good. Good to see you as well. Uh, excited to be here. And first of all, can I just, should we start? It's weird to say congratulations to somebody. I know you didn't play last night, but you are I was there. You're, I, w- I was there with them in spirit. You're a Wisconsin guy. You know, grew up there. So huh? I, I guess congratulations. To you know, you. I do have, uh, I don't have a lot of green, but this is kind of my Melia Wake green hoodie that I'm wearing today under the sport coat to kind of like. Solid. Be there with them. Yeah, absolutely. You don't, you don't look like you went out and partied and celebrated last night or anything like that, but it, Here, it's a cool cool thing to win a title. Here's how I celebrated. I watched Sports Center for about an hour or so after the game. Is that a good celebration? It's something. 
<laughs> it, it qualifies as something, yes. Sure. I mean, uh, you weren't going to go crazy and party. You weren't going to go like burn cars or anything in the no. in the streets. So I don't know what to do. I also, I'll get your your feelings on this. Like as a sports fan, I think we have kind of evolved into a place, uh, at least I have in my life, where uh, sports is my job. Sports is kind of my life. Sure. And I'm, I see it differently than I did when I was younger. But I haven't, my teams haven't won a whole lot of titles. I've been a fan of some pretty bad teams. Yeah. I feel like when they do, though, it, there's a bit of a letdown to it of like, I have waited for this moment for my whole life and now I get it. And I'm like, okay, that was cool. Now what? You know, what's funny is that, uh, so, and I sent out a tweet last night growing up, I did like the bucks quite a bit. And I was sure. like, that, that title is for the Sidney Moncrief's of the world, Jack Sigma's, uh, Bob Lanier's. I sent just guys that came into my head. Right. I loved those Ray Allen, Glenn Robinson, big dog. That's what I, was, I, I mean, mean, that's, I became a bucks. Fan. I was a huge Glenn Robinson fan of worth yep. 13 in every sport growing uh, up. Or Glenn Robinson, uh, so that was my era of the Bucks. I was a sure. fan back then, uh, but don't include you don't include them in that. It's all the old school guys. No, no, I absolutely did. Okay. And Vin, Vin Baker gave a shout out to, sure. you know, uh, I, you know. So in tweets are only 280 characters, so I wasn't going to go on with <laughs> naming 600 guys that have played for the Bucks throughout their <laughs> careers. Should've. But my as the game ended last night, my wife was jumping up and down, and she's like hitting me like, "Why aren't you more excited?" Just like like inside, it was pretty cool. Sure. Like, I'm from that state. You know, I haven't lived there in 20-plus years, but teams from Wisconsin don't win a title every single year. And for that to happen, I was like, I had goosebumps. Still, like, but I wasn't like, ah, I'm going nuts at the house. I'm going to, you know, get out of my way. I'm slamming champagne right now. That did not happen. I feel like you should have done that first. Probably, yeah. But are you saying that yeah. she co-opted this run? Yeah. Like, she became, she's she like, oh, it's my team now? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Okay. We'll expand on that and get into this from a betting perspective coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. With the NBA Finals in the books, Tokyo Olympics beginning on Friday. The United States basketball team will begin play on Sunday as they take on France. The United States, an 11.5 point favorite, minus 760 on the money line. France plus 550 with an over under of 177.5. The U.S. women's basketball team beginning play on Tuesday. They'll take on Nigeria. They're a 31-point favorite with an over-under of 154. The NBA draft will be on July 29th. Cade Cunningham of Oklahoma State, the favorite to be the number one overall pick at minus 5,000. Football season is almost here, and our experts profile every college and pro team with advanced stats, power ratings, and best bets for win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide only $20 and is free with your subscription to VSIN. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe. I'm Tony Deziri with your action update. Get the latest VSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill. Paulie is out for the entire week. And uh, we're beginning the show talking about last night's Game 6 NBA Finals where the Milwaukee Bucks took down the championship by beating the Suns in four consecutive games, by the way. Down 0-2, right? Going to Phoenix. When they came back to Milwaukee, that's when they're staring at that 0-2 deficit, I guess I should say. They won two in a row. Uh, Game 4 was certainly a tight game. Game 5 was like an all-time classic. Last night, kind of a dud. 
kind of, a, you know, it was, it was dramatic, I would say. Sure. But in terms of the overall, like, Game 5 was just so good because the shot making and the performances were, like, literally all time. Well, and you good. had the the, le, the lasting image of that of that highlight reel. No question. Throw down dunk at the end of the game. So, for sure. But I, I would fire back and say, yeah, I understand where you're coming from on that. But you do have, you know, a guy who's been the MVP a couple of times who's winning his first title by scoring 50 points in a clinching game. Like, I think that goes down as pretty memorable. It, no, no question. And the moments that he had from the series, again, like fourth player ever, I believe, to score 40 points or more in three games in a finals, joining, you know what, I have that right here, actually, uh, joining MJ, Shaq, and LeBron. That's it. Are they good? Oh, they're okay. Okay. They're okay. That's the list. And so I guess my point is, yeah, Giannis was sensational. And on a night where he was getting clubbed and going to the free throw line a lot, I mean, that's been, you know, a couple of big time negatives um, against him over time and throughout his career and certainly in the playoffs is not good at shooting threes. And in fact, you want to break your TV when he's open and he takes a three. Giannis, please don't shoot. And at the free throw line, he's, you know, the whole thing. I mean, Phoenix game five, the guy with the money, right? One, he's cutting off the $100 bills, whatever. That image, I think, will be in our head for a while as well because he couldn't, on the road, he just couldn't make free throws. I don't know, maybe that was getting to him, possibly. Sure. I'm sure it was. And at, at home last night, he just, in, in, a, in a series clincher like that, for him to hit that many free throws at the, free, at the line was remarkable. Yeah, and it, it showed, I mean, it, it's the mark of what great players do, right? Yeah. It, when it's time, when he has to do it, and, and he's been so criticized for his free throw shooting and his inability to make those shots, uh, they've had to take him out of the game at times down the stretch to say, hey, you can't even be out there. And when it's time to go win a title, which is his first one, uh, which is the one thing missing from his resume, when it's time to do it, he goes out and makes the free throws and makes a lot of free throws. And I think very fittingly gets that 50th point from the free throw line late in the game. I think so, yeah. Um, it, which was a fairly big shot for Milwaukee betters, actually. I mean, it was still kind of coming down to the wire there. Yeah, and the and the Suns certainly had a chance to cover that game late. They would have fouled, I'm sure, again. Sure. Uh and who knows how that plays Booker, like out. A 28-footer to cut it to four yep. with about seven seconds left. And I saw a lot of people saying, oh, if he makes that, they cover. Well, clearly Yay. clearly the Suns would have fouled. Absolutely. If you cut it to four with six seconds, you foul. And then they would have had to make one more shot at the buzzer, basically, yep. uh, to make that happen. But it still, it also shows you, like, I think the Bucks were the right side in this game if you handicapped right. it that way. But even when you have the right side and even when you win a bet, it always, not always, it very, very often comes down to, Kind of a, a fluky back and forth at the end of the yeah. game. Does that ever happen in college basketball? Never. Where free throws matter in the no. end? No. It's no, always, no. It's happen. always decided with like four minutes left. Of course, they always are. Right, yeah. right. Um, no, you're absolutely, and we said yesterday, Matt Humans and I said, I think the best way to maybe play the game was to forget about laying four and a half or five with the Bucks before the game started, although they did cover that. Because we thought the Suns were going to play them tight and give them a really good game. Um, and potentially win it, but we said we thought that we could get a much better number on the Bucks live in play. And when the Suns Suns took like that five point lead, certainly sure. a, a better number was available. And they came back to win the game, but um, just a great job by that team. And I, I, I'm probably here's how it plays out, right? If Booker makes that three to cut it to four, you know, timeouts are probably going to be involved, whatever. But the Bucks are going to do whatever they can to get the ball to Middleton at that point, right? Like the last. Even though Giannis is amazing at the free throw line in that game, you probably don't want him to have the ball no. in his hands right there. No, unless you're just saying, well, you're game, not in huge jeopardy yeah, there. It's yeah. not like it's not like a must-make free throw. Like you want to make them, of course, all of them. But maybe they give it to him just as like a hey, it's a, it's a coronation moment. That, you give it to him. You don't. Again, I think the the bottom line is we don't know. And there was times late in the game I thought they were going to try to 
go away from Giannis and, and find somebody else to yeah. get the ball. But he was getting the ball in his hands, and he was making the free throws. Um, uh, so I guess we're playing out all these hypotheticals of what could have happened. Didn't matter because he didn't make that three-pointer. Uh, but it could have absolutely come down to free throws and kind of a foul situation both ways in the last five seconds. Yeah, it's also a good reminder watching that last night and kind of the takeaway tying in game five into the game before tip-off that, you know, with football season coming up, don't remember, don't, you know, this is like for public bettors, obviously. Don't bet on, don't bet based on what you saw last, right? Because that game five was going to be virtually impossible to replicate in game sure. six. 123-119 in a low possession game. It was like 91 and a half possessions. But the offensive efficiency combined, I mean, the Bucks were like 135 in that game. The Suns were 129. N- neither team could miss. In fact, again, all 10 starters combined in game five shot better than 50%. Like, that does not happen. The Suns at one point hit 12 out of 13 shots in the first quarter. Uh, combined, they hit, like, you know, a ton of threes in that game, and they didn't really miss many. So that we thought, if it's going to be a slower-paced game, more defensive-minded, which usually happens when teams get a little bit tighter, when a team can clinch, you're talking about a game six or a game seven, might be a little bit lower scoring. And we did like the under in the game last night. And so just like you can't really have what happened in game five in your head whatsoever. Well, I, I think that's an important lesson for a lot of people that are that are just starting off in betting or just kind of learning about betting and understanding yeah. it. Like when you're starting to break things down and, and understanding this world, like the, the concept, I think it goes back to the concept of when a team wins a game, people are like, oh, they're better. Right, right. They're yes. better than them. They right. won the game. Right. Well, it, you could play it eight more times and it could, it could go 4-4. Four, four. Like it doesn't just because a team wins a game doesn't mean they're the better team. Mm-hmm. I think it's the bottom line, and like every single game is its own world, its own entity. Um, like there are certain teams, of course, if you you know if you put you know like an all star team, the dream team against a high school team, sure they're going to win every time. Right. But on a professional level, and even on a college level, a high level college level, like every single game is its own world, and you can't just say, well, this team's better than this team because I saw them win one time. Every game is different. Sure, sure. I mean, are the Bucks absolutely better than the Suns today? Maybe. I mean, I mean, they won it yeah. in six games and four consecutive, but the Suns are right there with them, right? Oh yeah, for in, sure. In fact, are the are the Bucks the best team in the NBA? I would say no. I mean, fully healthy, right? They don't beat the Nets. Yeah. Or if Kevin Durant wears a smaller shoe, <laughs> the Nets probably also win that series. And yeah, I mean, I was also thinking about this, like not not that it's relevant to the NBA Finals. Kevin Durant wears a smaller shoe. How much are we wondering about the Dream Team in Tokyo without Durant on the team? Because oh, he makes a oh. long run and they don't have Durant. How much are we thinking, okay, now they're even more trouble? Yeah. What? The whole the whole ripple effect from that shot. How that affects everything sure. going on in the Olympics. By the way, um, I, I like to follow sports odds history on Twitter. They're, they're really good. And uh, the website's also good at recapping, give you an idea of where teams you know stood before the playoffs began or what they were like before an individual Season wrapped up. Um, so since 1973, the longest odds to win the NBA title from prior to the start of the playoffs, the Bucks were plus 850, trailing three teams, 1995 Houston and 2011 Dallas. Both teams were 18-1. to 1. Remember that 2011 sure. Dallas team had to go through the Western Conference that eventually beat LeBron yeah. and D-Wade and that Heat team. Uh, 2019 Toronto. Right, that that team with Kawhi, they sure. were down 0-2 to the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Warriors were all banged up. They were plus 975. Bucks are the third team. Then you had like the 73 Knicks, 78 uh, at the time the Bullets. 
now now the um capitals oh no i can't even capitals what's it i can't even think of the nba team name right now the wizards wizards there you go and uh 2004 detroit only seven to one Wow. And in fact, I think that they were around seven to one in that neighborhood to actually beat the Lakers in two thousand and four. Um, I well, I believe the Lakers were minus seven dollars. That's so, what it was. That's so, what yeah, it was. So which is we have a reason that we remember. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think the Lakers were minus seven dollars. So I think the Pistons were like plus five, plus five. There you go. In yeah. that series, yeah, sure. But uh, we may know somebody that put way too much money. Well, we can tell that Lakers. story actually. Sure. In, in two thousand and four, we have a a good friend who just sold his house. Here in Las Vegas. And he made a pretty decent amount of money. And yeah. he's like, I'm going to roll some of this over. Uh, why not lay minus 700 yeah, with the Lakers? He was like, I'm going to invest some of this. Pro I just sold sure. my house. Right. Invest the profit. People do that all the time, right? right, right they yeah. make some money, turn money into money. And I'm going to do that by, well, the Lakers are clearly, you know, it's Kobe and Shaq. Like, Lakers are clearly going to beat the, the Pistons. Right. Minus $7. All right, I'll put, I'll put a bunch of money on that. Yeah. Put thousands on the yeah. Lakers. At minus 700. And by the way, he wasn't, like, we're talking about, he was, like, I'm trying to think, he was probably, like, 23, 24? Oh, uh, he was young. Very young, yes. I mean, he's yeah, a probably young guy. Right around there, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, you know, he's 40 and he's got, like, some money in the bank and that kind of thing. <laughs> That's right. He's like, all right, let's go. Let's roll this thing over. Didn't work out that way. Uh-huh. Uh it was tough to watch that series with him, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, and he likes to tip him back, so. Sure. He was not exactly thrilled. Well, you can't blame him that week. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, by the way, let me point this out. Um, I'm a fan of using PropSwap, yeah. the site, the app where you can buy and uh, sell tickets, kind of the secondary market. Um, in fact, I have recently purchased tickets on PropSwap. I have recently sold tickets on really? PropSwap. I bought a, when I was in, when I was on vacation, I bought a Colin Morikawa ticket to win the Open Championship at 16-1 to after day one. Uh, and that turned out to be a winner. Uh, but this is... Like, this is only from a week and a half ago. The Suns were up two games to zero. This better had $500 on the Suns at 40 to one. So, obviously, the ticket to win, it was 20000 And they put it on prop swap, and it sold for $16,000. Do you, you think the person who originally put that ticket in was happy today? Uh, yeah, I think they are. I think the person that bought it is not very happy. Uh, and I'm trying to think that was... That that works out to minus four dollars then. Yeah, sixteen thousand to win four thousand to minus four dollars. Um, I'm tr I'm trying to think what the the number was at that time. They were a little bit. High. I think they were minus five. Right. So you got a little bit better value for your money on the sixteen thousand. So right. I don't I don't think it's like that much of a nightmare. It's not like you got bad value, and that's it. Really, is an important distinction. I know it sounds kind of crazy to to look at it that way, but if you were going to bet sixteen thousand anyway at least you were going to win more on this ticket than you would have doing it at Correct. the book. So Correct. you are getting your money on a better value. Um, it's just, it's really hard to think about it that way when you're looking at this person and saying, oh, they lost $16,000. But sure. they did get value for their money. They got, you know, in, in, a, in a poker term, like they got their money in with the best of it. Yep. Just didn't work out for them. I mean, this is not a bet I would have, not a bet I would have made because me, I me, actually liked the Bucks mm -hmm. when it was 2 nothing Suns, but... You understand where they're coming from. They got a better number than they would have. No, they did. It was like minus, so you saved a dollar. Right. Right? It's minus $5 at almost every sports book or in that neighborhood. And here, minus four. And so it's a losing ticket. It sucks. But with the Morikawa ticket, I can't recall the exact number. It was higher than 16 to 1, I believe, after day one. But at sports books, it was a little bit better than sports books where they had Morikawa posted. And I just thought, 
is, you know, whatever the whole thought process was. I like his chances a lot. Better numbers available right now on PropSwap. Buy a ticket, and it happened to be a winner for me. Well, you clearly weren't listening Friday when uh, me and John Von Tobel made Colin Morikawa minus $9 in the middle of the second round. I just threw that up. I was like, he's oh, my, he, oh, I'm making ah. him minus $9 right now to win this tournament. Oh, he when was he was just on fire. So good on Friday. Okay. It was incredible. Uh-huh. And I just threw out, I was like, I'm making him minus $9 right uh-huh. now. I, I definitely missed that. Yes. Yeah. Good number, I guess. <laughs> well, worked out. Yeah, it did. It did. And because he turned out to be, you know, what, on 16, 17, he was minus 2,000, I believe. Yeah. Well, sadly, uh, myself and JVT both were uh, pretty heavy in pre tournament on Jordan Spieth. So that was uh... not fun. <laughs> watching Sunday as Morikawa actually didn't play that well. I mean, his round in the end was great. His scrambling was unbelievable. Sure was. But he wasn't playing the same way he did Friday. He was just, there was three different holes for Morikawa on Sunday. And I'm, I'm sure you guys recap this turn already, but three different holes where I said, okay, he can't, he can't birdie from here. Par is going to be tough. Like this is probably a bogey. Let's, you know, let's get back huh? Spieth a little bit. Huh? And then they're like, what, he made the birdie play uh, again. Like what? What is happening right now? I know. It was an incredible performance by uh, Las Vegas' own Colin yeah. Morikawa. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a tough week to have Jordan Spieth, Spieth. just load it up and have him finish second. It was a killer on, uh, what, 17 and 18 on Saturday? Oh, yeah. The way that he finished? And, and 18 was only because of 17. And it, yeah, it was, yeah, that was a rough, rough way to close. Yeah. So I think Giannis is a uh, breath of fresh air. Oh. And I'm not saying this because I'm the state. I'm from that state. He, uh, how is he not like one of the most likable guys in all of sports right now? Right? I mean, he, he comes across as his sound bites are always great. I mean, he's just what he does. I mean, taking his time out of the day, he gives great sound bites. Um, that, that video is really surfacing this week where he, the girl comes up, like, get his autograph, whatever. He comes all the way around the table, takes pictures with him. You know, he's a, he's a cool dude. Like, he gets it, right? Um, this was uh, the Greek freak after winning the title last night. This should be, should make every, every person, every kid, every. Anybody around the world to like believe in the dreams, you know, and no matter like what, whatever you feel when you feel down, when things don't look like it's going to happen for you, or you might not make it in your career, might be basketball, might be anything. Just believe on what you're doing. Keep working. You know, don't let nobody tell you what you can be, what you cannot do. You know, people told me I can't make free throws. I made my free throws tonight <laughs> and I'm a freaking champion. Good for him. Right. Good for him. Well, did he take a shot at other players last night? I mean, a little bit. Uh, he was he was really talking about himself and decided to stay in Milwaukee and win a title there. Uh, but he said, I couldn't leave. There was a job that had to be finished. Coming back, I said, this was my city. They trust me. They believe in me. They believe in us. Even when we lose, the city was still on our side, and obviously I wanted to get the job done. It's easy to go somewhere and win a championship with somebody else. That's easy. Mm. I could go to a super team, do my part, and win a championship, but I did it the hard way. Well, I mean, I'm not going to call this Bucks team – a super team. I'm not going to get there with it. No. In fact, I mean, I know the big threes thrown around. It's kind of a lazy thing, but I'm not going to call Middleton and Holiday and Giannis a big three either. I mean, Middleton, no. right? I mean, Middleton's a nice player. Middleton and Giannis were together when they were not even good. Sure, of course, yeah. I mean, Mid- you know, Giannis was great. Middleton was good, but good. like the team wasn't good. And and they gave all that up for Hol- Holiday. Was awful last night. He was terrible. But still defensively. Yeah, no, I know, but. And some of the, t- the the turnovers last night at the worst. Anyway, we'll get more into the uh, NBA Finals, what took place last night coming up. Um, this is why I dial back some of the preseason bets I make in the NFL. Perfect example. That's coming up next.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Live today from the OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses, get in-game tracking tools at OddsTrader.com. Uh, so earlier this week, I explained on the air that I, I like a uh, matchup prop bet this year in the NFL. The bet, again, was uh, Austin Eckler plus 110 to beat out Clyde Edwards-Elaire on more rushing and receiving yards for the entire season. I like Eckler a lot. I have an okay bet on it. I want to actually have a limit bet on it and maybe hit it more than that if I could. The problem is I've been burned recently like a few times by making these preseason bets in the NFL and in other sports, and oops, what happens? Achilles. Um... Knee goes, you know, knee injury, whatever it is, retirement. And those are then dead tickets. 
Who retired? I had a, a bet on Andrew Luck to win the MVP oh, two no. days before he called it quits. Oh, no. Two days, and that was uh, non-refundable. That was a loser. Really? Even though he never played a game? Yeah. That was wow. great at a loser. Yep. That's yep. rough. So I just have that in my mind, and I, I got to tell you, like I think Eckler against CEH is a really, really strong bet, but with the news that we had yesterday, right? And this completely stinks for everybody. Uh, in fact, I did like a triple take when I saw it because it was like an hour late. I wasn't on Twitter. I, I go on there and I'm like, wait a second. What? That can't be the real. I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, that, is that the Rams? No way. That's legit. It's got to be a parody account, right? No, it's the Rams NFL. They announced Cam Akers out with the Achilles. You, you, saw this, you thought somebody used this photo of just a somber on, on one knee Cam Akers and threw out the you torn Achilles? Always be careful. Right? Oh, I agree. How many times have you been had by a, a, a fake Woj bomb or a darn Schefter? It's happened, and it's usually when I've been on the air, like trying to scramble and like of you're course. reading something, and it, of course it goes that way. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: I thought the, you know, the Raiders uh, here in town, uh, my main job covering the covering them. I got a press release from them the other day, out of the blue, that their president Mark Bedane had resigned, and every single word, the first letter was capitalized. I saw that. And I was like, well, this is fake. <laughs> There's no way this is real. <laughs> this is real. And so I, I checked on the address, and it was the PR director that had sent me the email. And I was like, okay. So I texted over a couple of people in the organization. I was like, is this real? And they said, they said, yeah. So I mean, you you have to check on you have to check on everything, even even if you get an email directly from somebody, you got to make sure. But you know, sometimes things do look a little weird. Sure. That one definitely looked weird to me. So I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, but this looks fairly official. Okay. I'm surprised you were kind of well, thrown off by this one. Bottom line, you it, just didn't want to believe it. Uh, that's probably what it was. Yeah. And I, I, like, I'm a high on him this year. I don't own him like in, you know, fantasy leagues or keeper leagues or anything like that. I would love to, right? Or I should say, I would have loved to before this actually happened. Um, but this is a significant injury to a Rams team, by the way, that cannot really afford many injuries because yeah. they're so top heavy and they are not like loaded in terms of depth. Uh, what does this mean overall for the team? Uh, wh- when I tweeted this out yesterday, uh, at least one person got back to me who bets, uh, I believe, for a living, and he said it could be worth half a win for the Rams. Would you go that far? Um, not really. I, I, I don't, I don't think, think I'd so. go that far either. Because here's the thing. As much, as much as it pains me to say it, because there's a lot of running backs I really like in the league, like running backs are pretty much nothing. For I mean, the, the most there's part, There's certain yes. running backs yes. that matter for sure, and especially – the dual threat type running backs, those matter quite a bit because it's hard to find a guy that can do both. You mentioned Austin Eckler, guys like that. McCaffrey, of course, um, is a guy that can do a little bit of everything. And then guys that like move a pile for sure. Like those guys, there, there are guys that matter some. But for the most part, and we've seen it in how teams draft and how teams sign contracts, like running backs aren't that important. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because they put their, their bodies through so much. It really sucks to see it, but... That's where we're at. I think they'll they'll figure out some. But there's a bunch of free agents out there that they could bring yeah. in. Uh, they got some internal options as well. Makers is really really good, yep. but I don't think this is that huge for them except for the depth depth chart. Put it this way: you and I are into fantasy big time, and we you know into this now for months, uh, looking ahead to the 2021 season. Most people in the fantasy world are super high on Acres this year. So I would say that maybe midway through through the season or at the end of the season, if he would have lived up to like the expectation that people have in the fantasy world, we could look back. Maybe Acres was worth a point or a point and a half because he had such a great year. At this at this point, I don't think you can really say that. But if he if he lived up to the projections this year, maybe moving forward, he would actually be worth 
Oh, they better. Something, they better in fantasy for sure. Oh no, no, uh, yeah, especially yeah. when you get a guy that can play all three downs, which I think they were expecting Cam Akers yep. to do quite a bit this year. Um, they had a, you know, they had a multiple backfield, multiple running back approach last year. This year, they wanted to go Cam Akers as the guy for much of the season. Obviously, that changes, but I think they'll figure it out. All right, up next, believe it or not, the Olympics are already underway, and we already had a big upset, and it involved the United States. We'll tell you about that coming up next. For a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. Tap tips and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time play through Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21. Adam, you and I both like the Olympics a lot. You're a uh, huge soccer fan. Sure. Uh, we already had it. First of all, I didn't even know that the Olympics were underway already, like last night into the morning. But we already had a decent size. What do you want to call it here? A decent size upset? Uh, yeah. I Inv- think, I involving think the U.S. team? It's fair to say. And definitely uh, impactful upset in terms of how it goes and just so uh, we're clear opening ceremonies of course haven't happened for the for the olympics yet but some of the tournaments that go on for a while that take a little bit of time uh they start them early so softball and soccer tournaments both started uh this morning which is tomorrow night I, yeah time zones can still confuse me i'm 42 years old i still don't know uh but yeah so we've got some games going on we got the softball uh, u.s softball team uh won two to nothing this morning the soccer team was playing sweden Kind of a weird start to the tournament because Sweden, number five in the world, the U.S., of course, being number one in the world, Sweden has been the Achilles heel uh, of the United States women's soccer team. For those that don't follow it that closely, that's a team that they've struggled with, knocked them out in 2016, kind of a a bit of a stunner. Uh, The U.S. uh, has had this really long 44-game unbeaten streak, but Sweden did break a winning streak by tying them uh, earlier this year. So there, there is, you know, some history there between those teams. U.S. was only minus 275 in this game. Uh, they're going to be much bigger favorites against almost anybody else. But first game of the group stage, they get over there, they start playing, and the U.S. really just got dominated from start to finish. Uh, Sweden wins three to nothing uh, in this game, and more concerning than anything else. The, I mean, the final score is one thing, three nothing. You look at that and say, okay, uh, they're definitely behind the eight ball in the group stage. They're probably not going to win the group now. Sweden expected to win both other games fairly easily, so the U.S. is going to have to, you know, probably fight for second place, which then puts them in a really tough spot to start the knockout round, probably against Brazil in the next round. And there's maybe even Netherlands. Like It's going to be a tough run for them now falling behind the eight ball. But more concerning than the score and all the implications of it, that they just didn't look good. They didn't mm. play well. They didn't generate enough chances. Um, they they pulled Alex Morgan uh, or fairly early. Uh, she wasn't really doing a whole lot. Uh, they were just trying to generate something. Uh, so really a, a concerning start for the U.S. women's soccer team for anybody that follows it or cares. And I know we, we tend to get very patriotic about teams only in the Olympics and not bomb in between but now we're in the olympics and now uh, the u.s trying to uh, do what they couldn't do in 2016 and win the title 
We'll see if they can. No team has ever gone World Cup and Olympics back-to-back on the women's side. Um, U.S. is trying to do that this mm-hmm. year. Uh, not a good start in the Olympics for them. Chances they don't get out of their group stage. I mean, I want to say zero, but it, it they'll they should get out of the group. They stage. should. They, they, New Zealand is in the group. Like they should be able to beat New Zealand. That's the next game. So, luckily, I think fortunately for them to play New Zealand next, kind of get healthy, maybe in that game, get a little bit of rhythm and confidence. And Australia after that, and Australia is pretty good. And actually, I think New Zealand and Australia are playing right now, and I haven't seen a score of that one. So. Um, we'll see how that game plays out, but Australia will be a tougher test than New Zealand. Minus 275 favorites, and they go down today. Yeah. All right. A uh, little college football here. Uh, Matt Humans was on the show yesterday, and he was talking about uh, getting ready for the VEASAN college football betting guide the other night, and he just kind of threw his arms up in the air. He's like, every single year, we get Clemson, <laughs> Alabama, like Ohio State, Oklahoma. Like, that's pretty much it, right? Can, can I, I'll say one thing uh, uh, about that, though, because I agree. It, yeah, is, yeah. It, is, it is kind of, I don't want to say boring, but it's, it's predictable most of the time. All three of those teams you just mentioned to start there, new quarterbacks. Yeah, 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 sure. So while we think, like, yeah, they're going to be right there again, and obviously Clemson's quarterback we saw a little bit last year, um, and I think he's going to be really good, and obviously Alabama believes they've got a, a stud to play quarterback, and Ohio State always has a bunch of guys. They don't even know who's going to be their starter yet. But it is all new quarterbacks, so there is some kind of a door open, maybe. Right. For a long time, though, most of us have said, you need to go from four teams to, like, eight, eventually maybe 16, whatever that might be. been insistent. It's got to be 16. 16, I think, would be. And then everybody's worried about the regular season. Here's the deal. You can get rid of, this will never happen, but you can get rid of conference championship games. Right? There's really no reason to have them if you go to an 18 playoff, a 16-team playoff, whatever it is. And hell, you could actually cut back and have a 10 or 11 game regular season if you wanted to. Again, never going to happen. Well, you could also, if you have 16, and listen, I, I'm fairly certain within the next, I'll say five years, but definitely within the next 10 years, like Division One is going to be, it's already broken up, but I think what we know as is the FBS is going to be broken down and some of the, you know, the, the group of five schools are not going to be a part of it anymore and it's mm-hmm. only going to be the Power Five. Like that's going to happen. But for right now, you have to have an outlet or a path for some of those smaller schools to make a run. Like they have to you have to have the champion of every single conference qualifying for the playoff. And that's why it's got to be 16. You open it up to other schools and the whole you know, 68 teams get in in the NCAA tournament in basketball, right? Does regular season matter there? Yeah, it does. Uh you want to go look how much tickets are for Duke and Zaga this year here in Vegas? It still matters. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's a good call. It is. So to go from 4 to 12, though, is like a, a big-time leap. I mean, a gradual increase from like 8 to 16, whatever, I think would have been more you know, logical. But that's all of the talk in the college football world. Uh, I, you know, whatever, more teams the merrier to me. But not everybody agrees with this. Clemson coach Dabo Sweeney, he's a prickly pair. He said, um, maybe not the best idea. Do you agree with Dabo here? You know, some people say, well, yeah, well, you've been to the playoff. Well, I mean, if we can get in with four, we're going to get in with 12. Uh, Our odds aren't going to go down. So it's not about that. Uh, Our team isn't for it. You know, I I met with my team. Our our team wasn't for it. They don't want to play more games. And and to be honest with you, I don't think there's 12 teams good enough. Um, So you've got to play more games just to play more games. And, And I think the more you expand it, the less important the season becomes. Not enough teams are good enough. You said Clemson coach? Yeah. You meant former Clemson coach, right? Why do you say that? Well, Dabo said once 
NIL kicked oh, in, yeah. he's, he's yeah, done. He's, he's not going to be the coach anymore. Course, so why yeah. why do we care what he has to say? He's the former right. Clemson coach. Yeah, he was pretty adamant about that too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. gone. So why? I mean, he's irrelevant. What does it matter what he says? Why, why are people still talking to that guy? Yeah, is he? He's at media. He just showed up at media, media? day. Yeah. Is he an Weird. imposter? Yeah. The, listen, Get this guy out of here. Obviously, we're joking about that. Uh, I, I've I, Dabo drives me nuts at times. I mean, we get it, but like you're going again, as he said, it's not going to matter to them. They're going to get in no matter what. Of course. But give teams an opportunity. Give teams a pass. Right now, there's a bunch of teams in the country that can go undefeated and not be able to play. And I'm sure if he was in a smaller league, he'd have a very, very different opinion. I know. No kidding. Uh, but it would really suck to have Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina and something like oh, that. Terrible. So. Who would want to see that? No. Up next, more alternate win total bets are available in the National Football League. One book is offering eight different win totals per team. Eight. For example, with this team, you can bet under two and a half, all the way up to over ten and a half, and everything in between. We'll discuss that coming up next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.
time to put on your lucky pair of Crocs and channel your inner fortune teller because your prediction might just make you $10,000 richer. The Crocs Hoops Draft Prediction Challenge is coming and dare we say free to play on DraftKings.com. If the odds are in your favor, 10 G's could be yours. You can learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. All right. We can Kate Cunningham first. Yeah, that seems to be a pretty logical uh, placement for him. Do I win? Yes. Yes, that's it. It's only um, minus 5,000. I, I think he's actually minus 10,000 at some spots. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. Up Good from bet. up from like minus 600, whatever it was, a month or so ago, and probably lower than that before that. Um, so before we get into these uh, new draft props, check that. Bef- these new alternate NFL win total pr- um, props that I saw yesterday here in Las Vegas. Uh just kind of piggybacking what we talked about with the college football playoff and how we would love to see some of these smaller schools get in like a Cincinnati or Coastal Carolina last year. I know a lot of you listening are going to just drive off the road and hate that idea because they're going to get blown out in your minds by 50 points. But my, my whole comeback the entire time is, do you understand how, for the most part, top to bottom since like 2014, in the very first year we had the playoffs, the games have stunk and oh, yeah. they, for the most part have not been competitive? Yeah, And these are with f- the four best teams in the country every single year, right? Four best in quotes. Yeah. I mean, do you not recall what happened last year to Clemson? They were destroyed by Ohio State. The national title game, Alabama ran circles around the Buckeyes. Okay? Um, the year before that, LSU beat Oklahoma 63-28. Got, got to have the Sooners in the, in the Final Four, though, right? Have to put them in there. And, and I, I, I feel like, and this, this, is a, this is complete speculation, could be completely wrong but i also feel like with a couple of games to build up to that spot to get settled into the playoffs to get you know to get your feet wet a little bit i feel like the games in the semis and the final will be closer like i feel like we'll have better action better games with teams like having to build their way through a playoff yeah i think well with more games eventually that means we're going to get more closer games sure right well we'll have we're certainly going to have blowouts in there as well every single year but it already Three years ago, 2019, Clemson 30, Notre Dame 3. Remember that game? I do I to turn it off. It was so bad. That year in the title game, Alabama had two. They were a machine. They lost by almost 30 to Clemson. If you don't want to include the title games, that's fine. The year before that, Bama beat Clemson, who, by the way, was the number one team in the country, 24-6 final score. I got all the scores in front of me. It happens every single year. Blowouts. Yeah, it does. And, and like again, I'm sure... That and we'd have to go back because I wasn't even alive. Like when they were expanding the NCAA tournament right. at the very beginning, it's like, oh, you know, th- these teams are just going to get blown out. Why are they going to be in there? Well, because every once in a while you get a really crazy result early in the tournament, and it's fun, and it's, sure. everybody gets rallies around it, and and it's great. And then when they went to sixty four to sixty eight, why do we need more teams? Well, you get that first four, it's fun. Sure, it and is. Guess what? If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If you don't want to watch the first round of the college football playoff, turn it off. You don't have Wait to. till the final eight. It's more games to bet on, by the way. There is, I. I Okay, the downside would be, I guess, you're in the past, you could say, well, you're putting college kids through more games. They're not getting compensated. We're kind of fixing that. I mean, we're still not getting directly compensated, but sure. there's, you know, with, with the NIL rules, like now there are players that are getting money. Like it's just, it's more games, it's more fun. It's better for us as betters and, and sports viewers and everyone else. And you're giving kids a chance right now. I'm telling you that in a, it's not, you know, anything revelatory. We understand this. There are kids that are right now going through two-a-days, sweating like crazy, 
knowing that they have no chance to play for a championship, even if they win every single game sure. on their schedule. Right. There are guys that know that right now. And if you expand it, especially with 16, as I want it to be, there are no, no, no more of those teams. If you win all of your games, you're going to have a chance to play in the playoffs. Right. And in the soundbite that we played for you in the last segment, Dabo was like, these kids, you know, they're going to be playing too many games. And they said that. Again, my idea, this will never happen because it's all about money, right? You can easily cut back on the 12-game regular season. You do not have to have this. This might sound, you know, blasphemous, but it's not. You can get rid of the SEC title game. You don't need it. It's unnecessary because guess what? Out of the East, George is going to make it anyway. Bama is going to make it anyway. And probably so will LSU or Florida or whoever else, Texas A&M, right? Also, here's the thing. They won't get rid of that because it makes them too much money. Uh, And Dabo knows that. And he knows that every game that they play is going to make more money. And that's really what he wants in the end. And that's fine. But, okay, I'm sure that there are kids out there that are like, hey, our 11th and 12th regular season game is a grind. I don't want to do that. I, I don't know every college kid. But I know enough that I've known enough over the years that not one of them is going to be like, oh, another playoff game? Another game in front of 100,000 people with everything on the line? This sucks. No kid is going to be mad about playing extra playoff games. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that's a good point. Screw this, coach. I'm done. (laughs) This this sucks. The whole world's watching us. Oh, another game? This is terrible. We get to go to Los Angeles and spend the entire week near the Rose Bowl? Come on. I never signed up for this. Give me out of this. Freshmen or sophomores? so silly. Could you say that that are not eligible to leave for the NFL right away? Coach, I'm done. I'll see you next year. I'll see you like in August. This is a lot of games, Coach. Yeah, yeah. When did this happen? It wasn't like this when I was growing up as a fan. He's so disingenuous. And, and like, there's times that I like a lot of things that he says. And, like, he's obviously a great football coach. Um, It's just he's he's so disingenuous about a lot of this stuff. Sure. The kids don't want it. Okay. (laughs) Right, yes. Yeah. Um, I noticed this. Uh, during the week, looking around, it's that time of year, you know, shopping for future bets in the NFL. Uh, there is a book here in town, multiple books, but they are under the, the umbrella. It's Boyd Gaming here in town. I think I brought them up a couple of times. They're betting. I, I'm not sure how much. I haven't tried betting one of these yet, uh, but, but it's the NFL. I'm guessing they'll take decent limits, although they did have Phil Mickelson 8-1 to one to win the U.S. Open. So I, I don't know exactly how they're going to operate, but... The idea here is something that I absolutely love, and we'll we'll use the Raiders for an example here. Uh, they are offering on every single team, Adam, in the National Football League, eight different win totals that you can bet on. Eight, and they're not. It's not a flat number. Every every game, or it comes with like a half attached to it. So it's two and a half, three and a half, four and a half, all the way up to ten and a half. Or if it's the Chiefs, obviously the numbers are not going to be two and a half to ten and a half. It's probably I didn't look at the Chiefs like five and a half to fourteen and a half or whatever but it the is, right? Chiefs over two and a half. I'll take that. Yes. <laughs> uh, you want to lay minus fourteen million? million? Sure. Okay. Um, but here you go. Like with the Raiders as the example, if you want to go over two and a half, it's minus twenty four hundred. Under is plus ten dollars, and then their their win total that Boyd is actually six and a half. So if you want to go over six and a half. It's minus 270. The under is plus 210. Over 7.5 is plus 120. Under is minus 145. But all the way up to 10.5, where the over is plus $7. Under is minus $12. But this is, I'm throwing this up here as one example because I do have uh, a big win total bet on the Raiders under 8 this year. But if you look at other teams, and for example, um, if you think, take any team for example, if you think there's a team in the league that's going to be really, really bad this year, 
and let's say their win total is eight, but you think they're a five-win team, this is a market that you should absolutely be exploring. Or, oh, yeah. or vice versa. Like, what was, you know, do you remember the Buffalo win total from last year? <sighs> eight, eight and a half I or nine? Eight and a half, yeah. Okay. If you like Buffalo a lot last year, that, that would have been, you know, looking back, that would have been the perfect team to say, I think Josh Allen's going to get it to get together. You love the uh, addition of uh, Stefan Diggs. You like the coaching staff there quite a bit. You don't think the Patriots are going to be any good anymore because no Tom Brady. A lot of guys are opting out. Let me explore betting like over 10.5, maybe 11.5, whatever that number is on the, a team like the Bills, and that's or, the way you could look at it. Yeah, absolutely. Or you can, if you really like a team and you really think that they're going to exceed or or fall well below expectation, that's totally totally logical. The other one I think that you can approach this with is, let's say you don't believe Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Packers. <laughs> Great idea, yep. You can, you can really hit some, some really low numbers on the under uh, for them. How about the other side? What if you believe that Deshaun Watson is going to play for the Texans this year? Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, all right, I think they can win seven games. Uh, that, that changes their complete outlook on the season, and then you can find things like that too. So I, I'm not recommending that one because I don't think Deshaun Watson's sure. playing for the Texans, but those are the kind of areas that you can really attack numbers like this. If you really believe that something is going to dramatically change about the team between now and the start of the season, that's where you can pounce. Okay, so I'm looking right now at the Houston over 5.5, for example. 17-game season, by the way. Over five and a half is plus two eighty. By the way, you know I'm already on that because of Deshaun Watson not playing. Right. If Tyrod Taylor is starting, I'm all in. You like Taylor quite a bit. Yes. Can they get to seven wins? It's plus five dollars on the over six and a half. I mean, I don't think they can, but that'd be nice. Uh, uh, a nice little hit. You brought up. You know what? They don't have Green Bay on the board. Ah, oh, they're smart. Yes, they are. Damn these, it. These books. Let me tell you, folks Some, out there, they're smart. Sometimes they get it, huh? Yeah. Sometimes they understand. Uh, what if? And this is not going to happen, but they do have the Broncos on the board. Somehow, if they put together like a late-minute deal that would convince the Packers to trade Aaron Rodgers, over 9.5 is plus 185. Over 10.5 is plus 340. Oof. It goes all the way up to 12.5 for the Broncos. And on the other side of that, too, I mean, the Broncos have been mentioned not only with the Aaron Rodgers stuff, but also Deshaun Watson. That's right. Another guy. Yeah. Another, um, yep. And, and I, I, like, I don't... Quarterbacks are tricky. I mean, if you if you say Deshaun Watson's going to get, say, four games, just complete speculation, and then he's going to get traded to the Broncos, I don't know how quickly he's going to be able to acclimate to a, an offense and step in and like really lead them. I do believe he's the third-best quarterback in the NFL uh, behind uh, only Mahomes and Rodgers, but that's still – that's tough. That, it's tough to jump into a team and just no, kind of for sure. and take what, over. Like, what point would he play? Right, and if he gets four games, he probably can't even practice. Exactly. So it's a, it, it'd be tough, but those are the kind of things to look at for sure. The Chiefs, uh, their win total here it ranges from eight and a half to sixteen and a half. You want to go? You want to go undefeated? It's thirty-four to one. You just bet under eight and a half and think Mahomes gets hurt. It's plus seven fifty. I mean that that if Mahomes if That's, Mahomes is under the team, I would absolutely bet under eight and a half. Under nine and a half is plus four sixty. If I mean, something if he, happens, if, you're exactly right. right. The problem is, if he's healthy, like you're, you're going to lose that bet. But if uh -huh. he's if he's not, that that changes everything. So th that's what you're looking for, and I think those are the kind of long shots you can take a look at and say, hey, if this would happen to a team, what would what would their win total be? And then you could you know kind of bet those. Before. Tell you what, you can uh, tweet us at Vsin Live at Mitch Moss Radio at Adam Hill LVRJ. If there's a team that you really like this year or really don't like, tweet us, and I will tell you what their win totals are throughout the rest of the show and we'll get to a game six NBA finals betting recap coming up next.
Pigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.